Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Hey, I'm Diana. I'm Erin. Yay! And here we are again. Here we are again. (laughs) Diana's still in Greece. Yes. And it's nighttime for me. Yeah. Aaron's still in Nyack, and it's not nighttime for me. <laughs> but it's Saturday, so, you know, all time is sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> but you know I should be recording after this, and that's probably not going to happen, but whatever. We're not going to talk about that. Okay. I would like to do a shout-out to your friend Thalia Sakos because... Yes. She recommended this podcast to people at Clark University. Yay. Yes. Yay. Please, please, students, do that. Do that. And teachers. That would be great. Uh, Yeah. So uh, we're still not seeing reviews, and we don't know why. We don't understand. We know some of you have written them, but we're still not seeing them. So if you want to send them to the website instead, just... Cut and paste whatever you put on iTunes or wherever else you put it and send it to us on the website and we'll read it. Yeah, because we love reading shit. On the podcast, we'll read it. That would be fun. Oh my goodness, so we're almost done this wonderful Scottish play. Yes. Yes. And and now we're on to the English scenes because we remember we talked about how we were putting the Mac and Lady Max scenes together, and we were going to put the English scenes together, and we talked about how Act 5 is really choppy. Yeah, because it's just like little scene, little scene, little scene, little scene, and rushing to the end. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Speed up, speed up, speed up, speed up! Kill the king, kill the king. Uh, That's the other thing. You're not allowed to kill kings on stage in Elizabethan times. Talk more about that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was against the law. So in the plays, that's why we have things like you know, lay on Macduff and off he goes off stage. Yeah. Because it wasn't allowed. Because, you know, that would prompt insurrection and they'd be like, Well, look at that. People killed a king. So we could kill a king. Why not? Let's do it. Well, that's kind of interesting because we know what happens at the end of Macbeth. We know what happens to Claudius at the end of Hamlet. We know what I mean, we know what happens. Yeah. Well, and actually and Claudius, Claudius does is get killed, yeah. Killed on stage. Right. Does that mean that the audience wouldn't have wouldn't consider him the real king? Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's a usurper the whole time. So they don't give him the same. Yeah, and and he's Danish and shit. (laughs) 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 He's not English. He's not a proper king. Not at all. (laughs) Scotland is too close to England. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And King James was Scottish, so you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> just a little side note there. Interesting side note. I didn't yeah. know that. Another thing that I absolutely didn't know, which I only discovered in between the last Malcolm scene and this time we see him again, is that Seward 
this guy that he refers to and says, you know, England gave us old Seward and 10,000 guys. That's actually his grandfather. How did you find that out? I saw it online somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) In in a, like, a historical document about Macbeth and Malcolm. No, I didn't think you were on Reddit, you know, looking up the lineage of Malcolm. (laughs) 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 Macbeth fanfics. (laughs) (laughs) Macbeth erotica. (laughs) (laughs) Macbeth manga. (laughs) Yeah. No, but yeah, I never knew that. So Seward's daughter was Duncan's wife. Jesus. This just complicates everything, right? It kind of does because Malcolm is half English then. Yeah, right. And that makes more sense about why he chose to go where he chose to go when he left Scotland. Exactly. Yes. But his brother doesn't. But I mean, no. I guess they wanted to split themselves up. Right? right. They say as much that they want to go in different directions. But in this time period, wasn't Ireland part of England? Like physically? No, not physically. But I mean, <laughs> what, I mean, what, weren't that had they already been colonized? Colonized. <laughs> In other words, did they become part of the empire before or after this? The kingdom. That's a very good question. Because if if Ireland was part of England, then it makes sense why Donald Bain goes to Ireland. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. So we've got lots of English fighting on that side, you know. And so it's like an English invasion of Scotland. Mm -hmm right? Mm -hmm. Which would be very bad and very terrifying to the Scots, definitely during the period that they're writing. Yeah, right. So if this is like 1604, when Shakespeare was writing this, if you think about it, well, you know, the whole Jacobite rebellion is only a hundred and something years away. But so that whole, that feeling is all still there of like, we don't like you English, get the fuck off of our land. Go away. Right. So this whole thing is very problematic in terms of Scottish nobles joining the English side to fight against Scotland. Like, oh. So all of the Scottish earls do join up and fight on the side of the English, but they're fighting against Macbeth, who they're viewing as not even an unfit king, but a, a usurper. Yeah. Well, tyrant and, you know, they they talk about it in a moment about him losing faith. So it's like he has lost the faith of the country, right? He has betrayed the country, body and soul. Do you think that it was sort of getting to be more common knowledge that he perhaps killed Duncan? Must be, because at this point, that's the way they talk about him. Yeah. But I mean, outside of the earls. I mean. Outside of the thanes. They're still thanes. Things, yeah, right. Well, you know, when when um, Macduff goes to visit Malcolm, they do talk about people who don't really know. Still, you know, the people in the country who don't know what's going on, and so they can blithely go about their business, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And they're the only ones who are still smiling. So yeah, I'm sure oh right, common, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yep. the common people don't really get it. They don't understand it. You know, 
not sure what's they just like okay there seem to be a lot of banners for that guy i'll cheer for him it's because they don't want to get my head cut off <laughs> right exactly yeah. right. i think i'll just keep yeah. my mouth shut <laughs> oh look it's the king yeah. right it's very monty python rejoicing mm. yeah and then they were forced to eat <laughs> Macbeth's soldiers <laughs> so we're gonna meet all these weird named critters and nobody even says their names actually nobody calls them by name so it's funny that shakespeare has to put it all on paper it could just be lord number one or lord number two like it is in all kinds of other plays right but instead we have you know enter menteith keithness angus lennox and soldiers right all these dudes yeah. Well, maybe that was because they would have appeared in the program and that would have been a nod to them. Yeah, to, to various parts of James's country. Menteith Caithness are both uh, lords from the very, very far north. So it's almost as if they're saying, he's saying the entire country was behind, you know, Malcolm. Because if you could even get those guys, those dudes from the far north, the highlands, the upper highlands, those guys are usually super committed Scots. So if they're coming yeah. down yeah. to help fight with the English, then the whole country is gone. All right, so shall we? Drum and colors. So these guys are outside the castle walls at Dunsinane. We actually see them before they meet Malcolm, and they're talking about the two sides, as if they had just made the choice to get out here. Menteith. The English power is near, led on by Malcolm, his uncle Seward and the good Macduff. It's actually his grandfather, but whatever. Did we talk about that? How they kind of used cousin, uncle as general family yeah. members? Yeah, so they could say uncle and yeah. mean grandfather, I guess. Revenge is burning them for their dear causes. Would to the bleeding and grim alarm excite the mortified man. Even a dead guy would want revenge if they had suffered from the way that Malcolm and McDuff had suffered. Father killed, yeah. family killed. Yeah. So their reasons, the mortified man is the dead, the dead man. Uh, yeah, right. Excite the, the dead guy. Yeah. And then they have a shared. They do, because they're all cousins. Excite the mortified man near Burnham Wood. It's a plus yeah. one, but it's a shared yeah. line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Near Burnham Wood, shall we well meet them? That way are they coming. Who knows if Donald Bain be with his brother? And that was Caithness. And then Lennox. For certain, sir, he is not. I have a file of all the gentry. There's Seward's son and many unrough youths that even now protest their first of manhood. So a file is just a list. Donald Bain is not there. That's interesting. So maybe, you know, they're like, well, we won't bring him in just in case things go badly. Like he's still there and he's still Duncan's son. I don't know. Right, if Malcolm gets killed, then we yeah. still have a king. We still have a king, right? So he's yeah. And unrough youths, unrough means they're unbearded. So right. like, soldiers were conscripted even as young as 14. It was crazy. Yeah. So they don't well, you didn't live that long. You didn't yeah. live that long. And also they needed armies because, you know, they were going through them. <laughs> <laughs> and also there weren't that many Scottish people left, right? right? It's right. like so many people Wait. getting killed. We need some fodder over here. Cannon fodder, yeah. <laughs> so then Menteith turns the conversation to the, the guy in the castle. What does the tyrant and Caithness? Great Dunsinane, he strongly fortifies. Some say he's mad. Others that lesser hate him to call it valiant fury. 
but for certain he cannot buckle his distempered cause within the belt of rule. Now does he feel his secret murders sticking on his hands. That's Angus. So that's a shared line also. So I'm going to stop there. Yeah, just because we have this word distempered, which is great. Distemper is rabies, right? Yeah. Yeah. But distempered, we talked about those dis words. That's like he's untempered. He's, He's lost his temper. He's lost, which meaning he's lost his health. He's lost his good carriage of his body right it makes him mad yeah it makes him crazy yeah yeah so rabies make animals crazy too yes so it's a very cool word and violent right yeah and violent i also think it's really interesting he cannot buckle his distempered cause within the belt of rule belt buckle you know so it it conjures this circular thing that's clasped it's just really an interesting way of saying this he can't contain his kingdom anymore right yeah right right because his leadership is sick right and that's actually just the first of sort of these clothing references yeah okay so angus his secret murder sticking on his hands now minutely revolts upbraid his faith breach Those he commands move only in command, nothing in love. Now does he feel his title hang loose about him, like a giant's robe upon a dwarfish thief. Who then shall blame. Yeah, which is also a shared line, but giant's robe on a dwarfish thief. That's a great clothing metaphor too, right? Yeah. It's so interesting, right? So, you know, his secret murders, we already know about that sticking on his hands, right? Which we've just seen someone trying to wash their hands, right? Yeah, Lady Macbeth, right. Right, and upbraid his faith breach. So faith, faith breach is a breach of faith, but also breaches our clothing. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Those he commands move only in command that... The comparison of the two words drives the second one forward, right? Mm -hmm. And then hang loose about him like a giant's robe upon a dwarfish thief. Yeah. And then Menteith has a shared line. Yeah. His title is too big for him now. And he has been feeling that himself, right, Macbeth? He doesn't want... pretty much. He's like tired of it, right? Yeah. He doesn't want it anymore. Nope. And I like this minutely, we would read it minutely, but it's also like minutely, right? Because yeah. Like every yeah. minute, new revolts, right? New people are, are running away. Yeah. Every oh, well, minute. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, just like they are, because they're right outside the castle gates and preparing to join with the enemy. So they're, they're yeah. proof of that. So then Menteith. Who shall blame his pestered senses to recoil and start when all that is within him does condemn itself for being there? Well, march we on. That's Caithness. So even his own insides are rebelling. Who can blame him from being so skittish and the way that we've seen him is kind of manic in the last couple scenes, right? Yep. And so that's the experience that they have of him too, just recently. They think it's because his whole insides are rebelling against all of this, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and Caithness is like, well, let's go on, right? Well, march we on to give obedience where it is truly owed. Meet we the medicine of the sickly wheel, and with him pour we in our country's purge, each drop of us. 
So the medicine is Malcolm. Right? Yes. He's going to cure us. Yes. And the wheel, the wheel is the Commonwealth. So let's go meet the medicine of the Commonwealth, right? Let's go get him. Yeah. And then this is crazy. With him, pour we in our country's purge, each drop of us. So the purge is like the medicine that's going to make the country better, right? You have to purge it. You have to get all rid of all the bad sickness stuff. Yeah. But the thing that they're going to pour in is their own blood, yep. right? Yep. So, so like we will go and we will shed our blood and that will be the medicine that will cure everybody. Yeah. And Lennox is like, hey, 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 hang on. Or <laughs> so much as it needs to do the sovereign flower and drown the weeds. Make we our march toward Burnham. So rhyming couplet, but then an awkward addition. I also have a question. Yeah. Are each of these shared lines between these lords... Are they all plus ones? Yeah, they seem to be like extra beats, extra beats. I think because they're excited, right? Yeah. And there's a lot, there's a lot at stake. They've just like escaped the castle. So yeah, the, their, their blood is up. But I like how Lennox is like, uh, uh, maybe we don't need to shed all of our blood. Just, <laughs> just, just enough. Just enough. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, to, just, just enough to get it over with, to get it done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to be like just doing it Monty Python fashion, slashing ourselves. Right. Right? Yes. Yeah. Just a flesh wound. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then that awkward little ending bit ends on the great word, right? Burnham. The wood. The wood that they're going to cut down. Come to Dunsinane. Yes. So then we're skipping to. That was Act 5, Scene 2. And then in between, we have. Macbeth talking yep. to the doctor, mm -hmm. right? So we go back and forth from the English to the Scottish, from the English to the Scottish. And so now we're going to see Act 5, Scene 4, in the country near Burnham Wood. And here we have Malcolm receiving all of these uh, Scottish thanes who just ran away. And he starts, he starts with the word yeah. cousins, which is great. So he establishes himself as their kin, as a Scot, right? Mm-hmm. Even though he's here at the head of an English army, mm -hmm. he wants to reassure them. Yeah. Cousins, I hope the days are near at hand that chambers will be safe. That's a hell of a thing to say. Yeah. Considering what happened to Macduff's family. Macduff's yeah. chambers in his house were not safe at all. Menteith, we doubt it nothing. Seward, what wood is this before us? The wood of Burnham. Malcolm. Let every soldier hew him down a bough, and bear it before him. Thereby shall we shadow the numbers of our host, and make discovery air in report of us. Everybody grab a saw, get yourself a tree branch, and put it out in front of you, so that we are disguised and we look like trees, so that... The people who are looking see the forest of Burnham Wood marching to Dunsinane. And the trees will hide how many we have. Right. They won't really be able to see. Yep, but the numbers of our host. Yeah. So he uses the word shadow, which means disguise, but shadow is also actor. Actors, right. right. So yep. we're, we're being actors acting like the forest. Yeah. <laughs> I had an acting teacher. <laughs> Be a tree. I was yeah. going to say, in those really terrible, cheesy acting yep. classes. Be a tree. <laughs> Feel your roots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Okay, and the soldiers say... And all the soldiers finish. It shall shall be be done. done. And that's a shared line too, no? Yeah. They join in with their gang. Like, they believe in him. Yep. We learn no other but the confident tyrant keeps still in Dunsinane and will endure our setting down before it. Oh, I'm Malcolm too. (laughs) (laughs) Tis his main hope. Also a shared line. Well, Malcolm and Seward are related, as we just yes. know. So he's saying that Macbeth doesn't care. He's going to let us set up our siege in front of Dunsinane. Yep. He's confident that he can hang in there and wait for them all to die. It'll be fine. Right? Yeah, he's not running. Nope. He's still there. He'll wait and watch. And then Malcolm. Tis his main hope. For where there is advantage to be given, both more and less have given him the revolt. And none serve with him but constrained things whose hearts are absent too. And this is also a shared line. Let us, our just censures, attend the true event and put we on industrious soldiership. So (laughs) that's, that's interesting. He speaks to kind of temper all of their talking about how, like, we're going to do this thing and it's going to be great. And we're all, you know, in this together. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's just wait and see how things are actually with our own eyes before we start getting cocky and sure that he's still in there and that he's not, you know. Seward says he's in there. Malcolm says it's his hope that we'll set up before him. He's looking for it is what Malcolm's saying, right? He's also saying both more and less, meaning the higher and the lower status people have revolted <laughs> from him. So they're no, they've no, all left. Yeah, they've all left. And And nobody serves with him except for those who were forced, right? Were forced, constrained, forced. So Malcolm's saying we have all the advantages, right? That's what he's saying. He's like, his army is full of forced soldiers. Nobody else wants to be with him. And Macduff is like, let's just, let's just wait and actually see with our own eyes. Yeah. And put me on industrious soldiership means like, let's trust to our training, do our work and get inside that castle. And then we'll see. So he's very much about, stop all the talking and let's go. Interesting, considering he's the one who's lost the most. And Seward says, the time approaches. This is also a shared line, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The time approaches that will, with due decision, make us know what we shall say we have and what we owe. And that's a rhyme. So the time is coming fast, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of us being getting into the castle, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And then what we shall say we have, we'll, we'll soon find out how prepared we are, what we actually have accomplished, and what we still have to do, yep. what we owe. Yeah. Thoughts speculative, their unsure hopes relate, but certain issue strokes must arbitrate. Towards which advance the war? Thoughts speculative. So we can stand here and speculate all day, but... Mm-hmm. Certain issues, strokes must are strokes are actions, right? Our work with the sword. Some things are only going to be decided by the actual fight. Hacking through, hacking through some people with some swords. <laughs> <laughs> and towards which, so let's get to it. Let's go. Towards which, come on, boys. Let's war. go hack up some peeps. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> And it's funny because old Seward is like leading the church. Let's go. But he's old. But he's the guy that, you know, he's the most 
tried soldier, soldier there. Mm-hmm. Malcolm, Malcolm's never been in a war. But Macduff has, no? Yes, but Macduff has. But Malcolm was in the tent with Duncan in the first one, receiving right. reports from the war. But I don't think he was actually ever in a war. Well, if he was, then Duncan was, you know, and Duncan right. was not. So Duncan therefore, not. yeah. Yeah. So he was probably guarding the king, quote unquote, you know. Learning kingly ways. Yes. Talk about unroughed boys. I think, you know, he's one of those too. He doesn't have any experience. He's like Rob Stark, you know. He's surrounded by a bunch of old guys who do have a whole lot of experience. Yeah. Seward is like John Umber, right? (laughs) (laughs) The old dude who's like, King in the North! I'm rewatching Game of Thrones these days. So. Are you? Yeah. Yes, yes. It, it's good. It all makes, you know, it interweaves. Macbeth, the King in the North, you know. Yeah. All, the same. all right. So we leave, we leave the English forces there. And then comes drunk Shakespeare. Yes. Good drunk Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Up next. Up next. <laughs> Oh God! So this was a little, a little bitty teaser of a scene with cat interruptions and all kinds of weird things. So, until next time, I'm Erin. I'm Diana. Woohoo! But this is Fox We'll see you next time. Ciao. No. For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends. <laughs>